Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. Oh, where a cat is in between <laughs> me and the microphone. <laughs> if I sound muffled, it's because my voice is coming through fur. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast, where two seemingly meaningless people talk about very meaningful things. I'm Chris. I'm Leslie. And this is... Chloe. Chloe. She who... talks about very meowingful things. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Why'd you point at me when you said it? It's you like, but um... <laughs> Buddy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. She hasn't been over here this whole time. Probably because she didn't just wasn't downstairs. And so the instant we started setting up, mm-hmm. she came over and sat on the table where we put the microphone. She's right between... And by microphone, we mean... My phone. The phone. <laughs> She's right between the phone and Chris. Like, does it make you feel awkward? Do you feel like the phone can hear you? No, I'm just pretending like I'm talking to the cat. <laughs> Nothing awkward she... at all about that. She thinks you are talking to her. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You know, it's going to be weird. I'll go back and listen to it. I, I hope it doesn't sound bad. Maybe it'll sound perfect. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Sound- <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, this is actually take two. of a, We had done one the other day. We were tired. It was long. We talked a lot. So we scrapped it. It was boring. It was boring. We We were bored. We don't want to bore you guys. We had some really funny stuff in there. Yeah. That they'll never get to see or hear. Uh, Members only stuff. We'll put it for our Patreon members. Yeah. Um, Subscribers. We don't. Okay. We don't actually have any of that. So don't. Or don't send us send us something. Send yeah, us send something. Us, and we'll send us some you... meats and cheeses, and we'll. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say cheese. You were gonna, and I said meats and cheeses because cheese, cheese is like the the feminine Why do side we want item. Cheese. Uh, I don't. I just want meats, and you can't have meats without cheeses. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, let's get let's get to our dedications. Well, first we have to play our new game. They don't even know about the new game. I know we've got to tell. Okay, them we've got game. a new game, which is. One we've tried recently, and we haven't we haven't succeeded at it yet. But what it is, we count to three, and we also we both say a word, mm-hmm. and we're trying to see if there's ever going to be a moment in all of our time together that we will both think the same random word at the same time. Right. So far, we're zero for like zero. Six. Yeah, we just and not even close. And and he's made a rule that I can only use one word. Right. Yeah, because I mean, you just make you're totally tearing up the odds if you use multiple words. He didn't like it when I said Christmas bells. Yeah, one because <laughs> that's the most. I don't even. I don't even know that I knew Christmas bells existed. And then there's two thing. words. Okay. Okay. So that's it. Ready? One, two, three. Walnut. Furball Fur is two words. It is not. Is a furball one word? Um, furball. 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 I think that's Star Trek. All right, let's try it one more time. It was one, probably two words. Yeah. One, okay. two, three. Trash Headband. can. That was close. Yeah. Sort of. One, two, three. Moon. Nose hair. Oops. Two oh, words. Golly. <laughs> and we what? We, our game has upset the baby. <laughs> We sat down. We thought, "Hey, he's asleep. This will give us a chance to record." 
We've made it exactly like a couple minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes in. But hey, he got the cat to The me. cat is going to go now sit on his face and steal his breath. And now we're going to have to probably... Did it, wait, wait. So so before we pause, did anyone else think that? That babies what? steal... Or that cats steal babies' breath? I did. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I had never heard that. And you were speaking it as if it were fact... When we had a kid, and you were worried yeah. about the cat coming and taking its breath, well, and you just... looked at me like I was crazy for not knowing <laughs> yeah. that that was a thing that cats do. I just didn't want to leave her in the room with the baby. Yeah, yeah. And when I asked why, it was like, because she'll steal his breath. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but then, but it then it was sense? like... Have you ever No, come... no, of course I haven't heard of that. I think it's common, like a common truth. It's not oh, even an urban legend. That's a common truth. <laughs> It's a it's a city truth. It's a rural truth as opposed to an urban legend. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. We're gonna pause right here. Take care of this baby. And we'll be right back. All right. We're back now, and so we've got a new guest with us. Uh, Peter is back in his chair, just looking at us. He's he's joining Leslie now. So Chloe's now. Chloe. I have Peter in my lap. Chloe's perched on the chair with Chris. Yep. We're in a tiny whole, corner of our living The whole gang is here crammed into this corner of the living room. <laughs> Every time I get up, I trip over like all yeah, my stuff my over here. my feet hanging off the chair over it's here. It's hard. It's hard. Tough life. Tough podcast life. Yeah. All right. So we failed at our game, but we'll get it next time. We get two more. Oh, we did three. We did three. I was yeah, like, we get yeah, two more. We get two more. more. They're like, you're going to do They're five like, each I don't want to listen to this, this podcast any anymore. Uh... <laughs> All right, so let's go to our dedications. Would you, you want to start us out? Or? You start. I'm going to dedicate mine to the Action Bible. Action Bible. And the reason is I got a I got a request on an Ask the Podcast email uh, about you know someone was looking into getting Bibles for their kids mm-hmm. and wanted to know what we use, what do we recommend, and 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 whatever. So. Uh, one thing I recommend for younger kids, the Bible I've been just uber amazed with is actually the Action Bible. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of a pictograph, it's like a graphic novel Mm -hmm. is sort of what it is, but it's very well done Mm -hmm. for it, for a, for a, again, just a picture driven storyline of the Bible. Very realistic, Mm -hmm. not cartoony in the sense of, uh, like just children's animation. It's. It's like a realistic graphic representation yeah. of the major Bible stories and major Bible themes. Mm-hmm. Very well done. So, uh, I, I, when I saw Action Bible, I thought, you I know, know, and I then know. I started looking through it and I went, this is legitimately good. Yeah. It's, it's solid, thorough, doesn't, doesn't retell the stories, like doesn't put a, a spin on mm-hmm. the Bible stories, like just lays it out, mm-hmm. uh, and and was fairly theologically sound in what it yeah. what it displayed. So it it's not one like you would. This is no, this is like right. here's your Bible, but it's a right. good introduction to Bible stories. But what we've and, seen for our kids mm-hmm. is they they know the Bible stories now, yeah. like the even the obscure like Old Testament stories that if you ask me, like who was this person. Uh, sometimes I might go, uh, and our kids pop it out and yeah. it's, it is definitely yeah, from it's the action from that, that, and it, it is, it's that retelling of these, you know, major stories throughout mm-hmm. the scriptures and, uh, it gets them very familiar with that narrative of the text, which is good. 
Yeah. So I, I like that just in terms of getting a Bible for your kids to just flip through and look at. Get them acquainted and, yeah. with the story. But then the question always is like, what what Bible should they have though? Yeah. You know? Like their. Their Bible. Mm-hmm. My first Bible sort of thing. And a lot mm-hmm. of people go with like readers versions or mm-hmm. you know kids uh, translations or paraphrases mm-hmm. and i say what i advise is just use whatever translation you yourself have and use at church mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to get them used to reading the bible and following along is because they're going to be able to open it up and just follow along with the words as yeah. the person is reading them or as you're reading them to the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really where they need to begin. A lot of times we almost picture them going off and having these quiet times maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my seven-year-old is going to go and read his Bible for 30 minutes and come back yeah. and have his journal filled out. Uh, and I'm afraid he won't be able to do that if it's too complex. I, actually, the the way they're going to even be learning to read and learn to read Bible texts, mm-hmm. which is different from you know, the books they've been reading is to be able to follow along with you. Yeah. And, so and have them good. sit by you. Yeah. Keep your finger under the word. And yeah. Just... Yeah. That's what we do. Uh, yeah. That's what we do with, with one of ours, with Shepard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the ESV, for example, what we use was, is not written at a, a really high reading level. They'll be able to get it pretty quick. There'll be words that they don't know, but yeah. it's like that in any book that any, that you're first reading. You right. Know? And so, uh, the Bible has a limited vocabulary in many ways, and they'll start. Yeah, they'll start and know that in just a few years they'll be reading it. They'll be reading that yeah. that one. Otherwise, what you're going to run into is like the kids' oh. shoes version of Bible translation. You start out with this itty bitty, <laughs> cheesy Bible, and yeah. then you got to give them an older one, an older one, and then it gets weird for them. You know, especially think about the the questions that they'll be asking if they're following along or trying to follow along and their words are different than your words Mm -hmm, in the Bible. mm -hmm. I mean, that's a hard concept to explaining translation styles to a child. Mm -hmm. Not where you want to start out as you're introducing them to the word. Here's the word of God. Oh, wait. Yeah. It's going to be really different Mm -hmm. uh, in all. So let them see. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you're reading, what the, the pastor's reading from the pulpit they should all be one. And so if you have to change your, even if you have to change your Bible translation to match what is preached out of on mm-hmm. Sunday, I would actually advise you to do that yeah. for the sake of your kids. Yeah. 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 And, um, I like, I like that you've gotten each of our kids a special Bible. Oh, like a yeah, beautiful, this is, a beautiful Bible. This and is it a, doesn't matter if they can read it yet. No. Yeah. It's, they know this is a weighty, like, beautiful thing that my mm-hmm. dad got me yeah and, and, which is different sometimes from the kids bibles it can be a little mm-hmm. uh a little bit more cartoony but, but that doesn't really matter but but like uh but, this is just yeah yeah, personal, is, yeah personal preference. preference but crossway is great who's, who's mm-hmm. the esv's uh publisher of putting out various different styles of their less expensive bibles mm-hmm. so i mean they at one point they had I want to say six or seven different uh, cover designs for their little bonded leather, mm-hmm. inexpensive, you know, $25, $30 Bible, mm-hmm. but really cool graphics yeah. on them though. Yeah. Like for Gideon, I got a lion mm-hmm. and it's an intense, like yeah. David looking lion, like yeah. growling, like, like 
Aslan. And it's in the leather. Yeah, like. printed into it. Uh, yeah. Rebecca, I got a cool, like, uh, I think it was like a harvest gold color. Yes, with a pretty floral yes. cutout. And Betsy's was... Uh, eggplant. Yeah, like an eggplant <laughs> purple. Uh, so anyway, it was really... And it was fun to... All of these were available on Amazon. Uh, and I would just click and pull up the various hardback options that they mm-hmm. had and... and uh, it was really fun to do. And like like Gideon, he marked his totally up. We let our kids write yeah. in their Bibles and um there came a point where he was like, um I feel like I've marked up too much of yeah, it. He I was, feel like I have. He was older uh, and when he looked back he was like, I'm I underlined the whole book of John. <laughs> <laughs> he was kinda sheepish about yeah, it. Yeah. So Chris just bought him a new one of the same, of the same one. Bible. So But it is and it is fun when they've got their Bible. I mean, I remember the other day I was taking his Bible when I went to preach at the mm-hmm. abortion clinic and Opening it up and seeing texts that he really liked, yeah, sure, it was interesting. So sweet. I was like, "Oh, melt my heart." Uh, when our when your kids get a little older, if you have girls, we just got our oldest daughter the illuminated scripture journal set. That's like they have the Old Testament, but the New Testament is a good place to start because it's like, I mean, it's it's an expensive set, but they are so pretty, and it's each mm-hmm. book of the Bible. Is separate, so she can grab the book of. Yeah, especially Luke if you or... if you go to a church that preaches expositorily, which mm-hmm. I think is a great thing if you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what we do. So we're preaching. We finished First Peter. We're preaching through Second Peter, and so they just bring the Second Peter uh, book, or I think is First and Second Peter together. I can't yeah, remember. I think it's together. Uh, and so <laughs> they they'll bring that, and yeah. uh, every week they write just, in it. They get the notes from the previous week, and it's very mm-hmm. much. Uh, they're just so pretty. Oh, and they're just, they've got each have a unique design on the cover and then yeah. pretty artwork throughout them. Yeah. It's and really well done. You can write these, these, those... these scripture journals, uh, it's the best I, thing. I love, I love what they've done and they've got different styles. Of yeah. They too. have like a more masculine version. Right? And, and even uh, in terms of margins oh, oh, and yeah. spacing of lines and all that. Yeah. Uh, cause that's and a... what I like about those too, if you need to order just an individual book, mm-hmm. you could replace one yeah, in yeah. your set or if you just yeah. want to get you your don't have kid, to get the whole set again like if your church is preaching through yeah a hey guys we're starting romans yeah i got you guys this Each to keep track as we're moving through this for the next seven and years that's what we <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke is it that's what we did with proverbs we bought each kid uh one of those proverb books and that's what we go through every morning yeah i, I said grab your proverbs book yeah, yeah so the girls have the pretty one the boys have the more black masculine, masculine yeah, yeah. but it's it's so great i yeah. love those books so anyway if you do if you are looking to get your kid a bible that's what i'd recommend get something that they can follow along with you whatever translation you use whatever translation you use at your church just grab that because it's not it's not going to be so far over their heads that it's not useful and it's actually going to be helpful because it won't confuse them about different translation styles mm-hmm. and having to explain that so yeah. just go and and it'll last them longer. So just yeah. go with that. It'll be a Bible they can use for a long time, mm-hmm. years and years and years, without being a baby Bible that they are then like, oh, what do mm-hmm. I do with this? Uh, so yeah, that's what we recommend. So that's my all right. Uh, that's my uh, dedication for the day. Well, that's funny because my dedication is actually to the Book of Proverbs. Oh. Which I was just talking about. Yeah, yeah. But... Segway. <laughs> We're professionals, folks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Proverbs. For how many years now have we been reading Proverbs every morning? A proverb a day. I think we've talked about this before, but Mm -hmm. there's a proverb for every day of the month. Correct? 
Yeah. Even the long months. Yes. So, whatever day it is, that's the proverb we read around. Well, we eat our breakfast and then we read our proverb together. Everyone gets their book out. Chris reads them out loud. And each of us picks our favorite. Mm-hmm. That And, you know, it'll be different every time. Like, one month in Proverbs 4, this one verse will stick out to me. And then the next Proverbs 4, the next yeah. month, it's a different one, you know. Mm-hmm. Or it might be the same one, but... So then we just go around and talk about, we share which one was our favorite. Chris kind of expounds on it. And my favorite thing that we've been doing is then we just pray our verse back to God, either like verbatim Mm -hmm. or, you know, usually it's pretty much word for word. Yeah. Um, Teaching them to pray the scriptures, teaching them that... that, uh, Praying and answers, they come directly from the text and Mm -hmm. that that's not... Our job is not to innovate. Yeah. Right? So so it is to take what God has said, and it, it's fine to just it's pray actually, exactly back. It's actually such a read. comfort. Like, yeah. even for me, sometimes when you don't know, sometimes you don't know what to pray. And it's mm-hmm. so great to, when it's your turn, you just, just read what. Pray that verse. And I just say, dear this Lord, help, yeah, me help me to too. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's helped our kids learn how to pray. Um, even the more timid ones take some of that fear out but anyhow like the the getting acquainted with proverbs has been so helpful mm-hmm. in just dealing with people um watching this election cycle it gives you such a clear picture of what is foolish behavior what mm-hmm. is wise behavior um and it helps you to really correctly well, see what's in I front think, of you. I think Proverbs helps you to see it, it, that it is ridiculous to think that the world is going to come up with a, an answer yeah. randomly out of out mm-hmm. of the blue. I mean, mm-hmm. wisdom is to be pursued. It is to be sought after. Mm-hmm. It is to be treasured. So, uh, And, and a, fool, a fool does not understand these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, don't, you don't wander into wisdom. Mm-hmm. You don't luck into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, recognizing that, then then you're not gonna you're not gonna think the 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 world that is that is rejecting the God of wisdom is somehow gonna find itself <laughs> oh, happenstancing upon wisdom. World peace, yeah, yeah. Right? So, hey, we figured out justice. Well, you've denied the God of justice, right. the God who <clears throat> created justice, who made right and wrong. You're denying him. And so whatever you've made or seeking to make it won't be justice. It can't be justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever it is. And so Proverbs helps you see that stuff. Yeah. It, it helps open open your eyes Which, and, and helps take your eyes off of what are common worldly, the things that the world is trying to get you yes. to look at. And it says, hey, pursue, pursue me, not mm-hmm. silver, not gold, mm-hmm. not power, not influence, not, not these things. Pursue me. Mm-hmm. And then... The Lord says, "I will, I will then bless you with those right. things. Uh, if you pursue me, you actually end up with the treasure." Uh, but yeah, yeah, and it also helps you. Um, I was just telling my mom, it really helps you to remember that there are wicked people in the world because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. You see a, a nice, smiling person saying, "Hey, you should vote for me." You think, "Oh, what a nice guy!" Mm-hmm. But wickedness is very real. Yeah, and yeah. you are either yeah. wicked or you're you're and, righteous. And wickedness can have a smile. Yes, right, and, and it can and, seem like a nice and, thing, and, and it is enticing. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes the enticement is not just a physical right mm-hmm. enticement like the forbidden mm-hmm. woman. 
uh, sometimes the enticement is intellectual or yeah. popularity-wise mm-hmm. or uh, cultural, want to seem cool mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, and the Bible comes and says, "Look, you need to flee that. Yeah, don't go with don't go with the." The fool. Oh. The, keep set your eyes. I mean, you could read Proverbs four today. Four was so yeah, good. you set your eyes straight forward and uh, don't let your f- foot go to the left or the right. Yeah, don't follow the path people, of the wicked. They can't not be yeah, wicked. That's yeah. what it says. Like they drink the what is it? They the, like the wine of violence. They eat the bread of wickedness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so recognizing that Proverbs just helps you get a good grasp on the world and. And then, of course, as we know, all of Proverbs is pointing us to Christ mm-hmm. uh, and getting our eyes fixed on Him as as the wisdom of yeah. God, and then and then analyzing the rest of the world through that lens, right. rather than uh, through the lens of the of the world. Definitely. So Proverbs is a good one. We oh, like we I like just Proverbs. Never, I I never get tired of it. Like when we sit mm-hmm. down to read, I'm like, it's never like, oh, here we go, yeah, we got to read yeah. this again. And our kids love it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? My mom used to read Proverbs to me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the bright spots in my memories. Yeah, because y'all, y'all have had a really like uh, rough <laughs> No. I had, I had many bright. It's yeah. just all kind of a bright. I was like, I think your whole childhood is bright. I think it, your whole childhood, was, your adult life, your... There were some real... the Some of my favorite things. It's funny. My favorite things were going Swedish to church. Fish. Oh. <laughs> going to church. Nasty candy. We've all heard about this, right? Everyone knows. My favorite things, gross candy. Okay. Gypsy princess. Yeah. No, um going to church with my mom and dad mm-hmm. and sitting there with them, like that is a dear memory to me. Mm. Sitting through the whole service. Um her reading proverbs to me, we would she would read it one verse at a time, and then we try to figure it out, and it felt like we were doing riddles, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I just, I loved the the word play, even. So, mm. I don't know. It's just a great thing to read with your kids. Um, it's good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Those are yeah. two good dedications. All right. Well, we're what very, do we wanna... We're very spiritual tonight. Yeah, yeah. What do we... Well, because, well, what, what has just happened in the world? Oh. We don't really know. We don't know, right? <laughs> uh, this is Wednesday after Election Tuesday, and we have no idea what's going on. We don't know Sharpies who the president is going to be. <laughs> I mean, both sides are like, no, nah, it's going to be us. Uh, you know, voter fraud, no voter fraud, whatever. It's just... It's just chaos. It's it's a twenty twenty election. Yeah, it fits with the rest of the year. It fits with definitely uh, <laughs> one of the most embarrassing moments in U.S. history. Mm. I mean, the world is just looking and saying, "You guys can't get an election now." I mean, this seems like something that happened in like Iran. This is embarrassing. Uh, yeah, like you know, we can't count our votes, and we're you know, it's just. I don't think I'd taken time to be embarrassed. Until you said that, but yeah, I mean, the world is watching. This yeah. is this is for the election of the most powerful person in the world, the commander in chief of the world's largest military, with the nuclear codes, right? Oh my uh, word. And the world's largest economy, the healthiest economy, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to come down to not hanging chads, mm-hmm. right? But like busted water pipes and <laughs> and mail-in ballots. Felt tip uh, yeah, whether or not, I mean it's just 
Michael, what is this? And it's like, aren't you glad we it's live Psalms? Like Psalms too. Like the Lord Oklahoma. sits in the heavens and He laughs. Yeah, He laughs. Mm-hmm. You know, as we. Uh, I just tell people, you know, and they're like, what do you think? I'm like, with our nation's history, every day where the Lord doesn't just set us on fire mm-hmm. is a great grace. Oh, it's it's so, incredible. The life we've lived. Yeah, yeah. The blessing. In the midst of a country that is very rebellious against yeah, him. Definitely. Right? So, uh, so wise in our own eyes. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. So that's just the wildness. <laughs> we won't talk any more about that until... Next week, maybe by next week, we may know something. Yeah. We'll probably know how many lawsuits there but, are going to be by next week. Back to Proverbs. Like, yeah. it was such a blessing this morning because you woke me up with the news that, you know what was happening last night? They're not so sure about now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> when we went to bed, we thought there is a chance President Trump might win. This morning. No, when no. I went to bed, I didn't think that. That's when she went to bed. <laughs> oh, that's right. You went to bed. A I went to bed at four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was such... When Nevada just decided, yeah, we're not going to count anymore. We're tired. And not only are we we're not going to count bed. anymore today, we're not going to count any tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what am I doing up? It was like, like all the other broadcasts had gone off the air. There was like no one... It was like looking at people's Twitters. And I was like, I don't even have Twitter. You know? Uh, hilarious. Yeah, it was... It was really sad. Uh, so eventually I was like, I'm going to bed. Because oh, it's man. not going to be decided tonight. Yeah. But waking up to that and then just going back to our daily routine. Like, you know, the world's going crazy out there, but we're going to read Proverbs. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to sing our hymn. Yeah. I mean, that's the, I mean, this is what uh, I've told uh, Leslie is the good thing is we know that Jesus is king. Mm-hmm. We know that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. Uh, We know that whatever happens, he has allowed us to be in a political system where we get to vote. Mm -hmm. We may be voting, but God is choosing. Right. And uh, uh, whatever he chooses for us, it's for ultimately the advancement of his kingdom. Yeah. Now, I would love for his kingdom. Yeah, that's the end. Every enemy is being placed under his feet, Mm -hmm. uh, and last enemy to be defeated is death. So no one's going to over. Come the no one's gonna conquer Christ's kingdom. This isn't gonna be a blowback against the gospel, and you know Christ's kingdom will advance either with it or with America or through America. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, either way, just uh, there's a our, confidence in that. And our marching orders are sure are, are the same. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, change. like this is how you live. This is how you mm-hmm. act. Uh, you show my kingdom in these ways, and I will use that to draw people. To myself, mm-hmm. uh, and so we'd love it if it was a nation going along with that. What a blessing that yeah, would be! Yeah, it would be a great, great blessing to have people saying, "You know what? We should follow the moral laws yeah, of Scripture. We, we should recognize the God of the Bible. Uh, we totally have misunderstood the separation of church and state. Uh, we should have all these things in place." Um, so uh, we'd love that, uh, but uh, even if it's the total opposite where the nation is like raging against what does it say? Why do the nations rage? The Lord sits in the heavens and he laughs. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so no, no fear whatsoever, uh, Mm -hmm. about, uh, whether or not this messes with the ultimate eternal things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, 
Uh, and so that gives you a little bit more peace. So the rest of the world who's, who's really put their eggs all in this basket, or even like Christians have more of a sort of a pessimistic view of the future or, mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, it's really dire. Mm-hmm. And this is, and for some of them, I go, what do you care? You think you're about to be raptured anyway. Uh, well, you know, so uh, this is, it becomes a whole different thing, and it really it becomes scary to them, especially if you're a secularist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a podcast by Rosaria Butterfield that I don't think you can get anymore. I think it was attached to a homeschool conference, mm-hmm. but she talked about how in when you're a secularist, she used to be a, a lesbian. Mm-hmm. When you're a secularist and you think all of your existence is just your time on earth mm-hmm. and that's it, mm-hmm. then the society you live in and what people let you do or not do is everything, yeah. which is why... You you have to become totalitarian because you, you don't have time to mess with people messing up your life because you've only got a brief life here, mm-hmm. uh, a moment. Well, I mean, here we are. We're we're instead recognizing that we're not parenting just for today. Mm-hmm. We're setting in motion things for our kids and our grandkids and our great grandkids to the thousandth generation, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and in in 500 years you know maybe america will be a you know this this grand bastion for the kingdom who knows but uh we're that's different than if you think all of your life is wrapped up mm-hmm. in this you know 60 years that you've got uh to really enjoy it and if anyone wants to take away your opportunities to choose to have this kind of physical relationship with other people or to have a home like this or to uh, I mean, those people are the enemy then. Right. And it, it, it's not up for political discussion mm-hmm. um, because they're ruining your, your shot here. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, we're not like that. Yeah. We, yeah. we. Unshakable kingdom. No. Yeah. Can't touch us. So, and that's different and that will, it will appear different yeah. to the world. And it should. Mm-hmm. We should look different. Christians should even, even think Christians should mourn when wickedness prevails. Mm-hmm. That's a good right. thing. Uh, but we don't weep as those who have no hope. Right. So, And we want good things to happen for yeah. our society. Yeah, we're not ambivalent. We no. know that part of the advancement of the kingdom <laughs> and the blessing of the kingdom is... Uh, is the the kingdom affecting the nations? Right. Uh, so and like we really believe this is a great life. We yeah, want other yeah. people. We want, we were like, look, this is you know, <laughs> there's a God. Yeah. And he has given us His word and His law, and He's and, kind of delightful. Yeah. And you either bow to Him and serve Him, and there will be great joy in your life, mm-hmm. or you don't. You rebel against Him. Uh, it doesn't make him not your king. It doesn't make him not your lord. It just makes you someone in rebellion to mm-hmm. your lord. And we don't want that uh, for And anyone. the outcome of your life is not going to be good now. Bad consequences now. And even worse consequences when this life is over. Yeah. So. I mean, look at how happy feminists are. Oh, so happy. If there's one group in this world that you go, that's a happy bunch of people. <laughs> it's the feminists. <laughs> I tell you what, they have found out that nothing, I mean, if they say they were unhappy in the home, (laughs) what did their unhappy look like? You know, if this is their happy, what was unhappy like? Like, Oh my goodness, that that had to be a a bad kitchen experience there. (laughs) I would not want to ask what was for dinner. Uh, What'd you make for dinner tonight? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want, to, I want to be a part of that. So but, if we're inviting you, 
feminists, come join join the happy team. Yeah, join 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 Team Joy. <laughs> uh, yeah, go back. You'll find out you're much happier when you live the way your Creator made you to live. Uh, so. Uh, anyway, with that, uh, what, what was the other thing we were going to talk well, about? I think that all of this talk does lead us quite well into what we've been wanting to talk about. We had someone ask about homeschool. Oh, yeah. Like, and, how do we do what we do? Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so, uh, and really the question was, how do we divvy up our duties? Right. Yeah, because someone was interested in the fact that I'm very involved uh-huh. in, in homeschool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And part of that is that uh, the job that I have, we purposely make it. I don't. I don't have office hours with the church because uh, you know when people don't need to be pastored in the middle of the day uh, <laughs> because they're all at work. So the idea of a pastor sitting in the office all day long and then going home and that's that's when he needs to pastor. So he has to abandon his family mm-hmm. after already having not been with them all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just went probably not the smartest way to do things and there's nothing in scripture telling us that we have to so why not be wise instead of just do what everyone's always done Mm -hmm. uh and so coming home uh being home being able to help homeschool uh is is different for us so i don't want you to to think well we can't do this or right and you've got to do what my what i do right uh because he wakes up super early does his study like he does all of his church work and our home work, like our homeschool mm-hmm. and home maintenance. He does it all. Um, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just add different hours. Right. Uh, I do it, I do it earlier rather than uh, than later. And uh, so I would say this, even though. So here's the situation when it comes to duties. Um, both parents need to be involved mm-hmm. in homeschooling. Yes. I think one one problem I see from men that tends to happen is we we think the only duty we have in homeschool is telling our wives, you can do it. <laughs> you, you got this. Uh, no, you need to be... Because education is part of, of discipling your children. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is an important understanding to edu- just the philosophy of education... You're not just educating them in reading, writing, and arithmetic. Mm-hmm. You're teaching them about this world that God has made. Mm-hmm. So it builds very much off of teaching them about God is then teaching them about what God has done in this world via history, how this world has unfolded, this world of God, how he made this world in terms of science, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> what it means, you know, literature, Art, what that says about God and a God who gifts his creatures with the ability to make beautiful things that are still just shadows of the really beautiful things that live and breathe that he made. So, I mean, every every part of education is ultimately leads back to discipleship and must be God-centered and must mm-hmm. be God-oriented. And must be led by. And must be led by the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're the head of the house. Uh, the, so you cannot abdicate that any more than you would abdicate uh, Bible discipleship, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know, uh, say, so, well, you know, I'm sure she, I'm sure she's reading the Bible to him. Right. Uh, that must be right. And when you say all this, you're not saying dad needs to teach junior how to read. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That, you have to mm-hmm. be in on all the classes. But I, what I'm saying is you can't be 
out of it. Right. You can't just think that's what she'll do because it is part of leading your home spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so you cannot abdicate that role. Mm-hmm. So you need to you need to be involved in the curriculum choices. You need to be involved in what are our uh, educational philosophies mm-hmm. for why we're doing it. Are we going to do a classical approach? Are we going to do an eclectic approach? Are we, you know, what, what, why, why are we doing school like this? Why are we homeschooling? Mm -hmm. Um, Why are we choosing to go to a a Christian private school? Why are we getting out of public school? I mean, all those sorts of things can't just be driven by the wife. Mm -hmm. Um, It needs to be, needs to be driven by the husband. He needs to lead in that Mm -hmm. uh, and, and can't just, just hand that off. Yeah. And I would also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but make I will. <laughs> We've already talked about this. That's, no. Make sure that the wife is okay. Yeah, what do you mean by okay? Well, that she's not that she's not losing it. You know, no. I think there are a lot of women <laughs> yeah. who are trying to do it and you know, this yeah, is Yeah, okay. Ex- yeah, so lead out in the beginning and then <laughs> and then care for your wife because this is this is working at home. Yeah. So when Titus encourages women to be working at home and, and she's going to then have the job of, of doing normal house sort mm-hmm. of maintenance, but also teaching uh, the kids throughout the day these various tasks, this is a job. Mm-hmm. And she is a weaker vessel than you. Uh, and so you need to, to be in, in kindness seeing what she needs mm-hmm. and, and making sure that you are helping her mm-hmm. in this and not just assuming now that's her role. Uh, and yeah, I hope, hope it works out. And, uh, yeah. but, but really, uh, being, a, a, a kind sort of right. Christ-like leadership. And that, that doesn't necessarily mean like that you're making sure she has me time, but that yeah, you're washing yeah, her yeah, with the yeah. water of the washing word. Her with the water of the word. Yeah. That's what, that's what's ultimately gonna, gonna do yeah. it. I would say this, um, I think men need to... So part of the problem, I think, with thinking dads can't be involved in homeschool Mm -hmm. is we have accidentally taken on the schooling model that school begins at 8 in the morning or 7.30 and ends at Mm 3. Well, then, of course, dad can't be involved. Right. Because that's when work happens, Mm -hmm. right? And so... Uh, just like pastoring doesn't happen between 8 and 3 because mm-hmm. people are at work. Mm-hmm. And they're not calling you in the middle of their cubicle and saying, my wife and I are really struggling and I want to cry <laughs> to you right now. Uh, so uh, if you if you set up your school to go from 8 to 3, well, you're cutting dad out. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason you've got to set it up from 8 to 3. Mm-hmm. No one's making you. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is do it in the evenings. Yeah, work do it, it out. Work, work it figure out. it out. Figure out whatever, but but if if the two of you can be involved, it should. If if you can, and here's the thing: this is what I think people misunderstand. You work, yeah. All like you work all day long, and then you go to sleep. Yes. And then there's a day of the week that you get to rest. Yeah. But when it's when it's not that day of the week, then you're working from sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. You don't get the this idea that I get home at five and then, well, I've been at the office all day. Mm-hmm. And you see these conflicts in marriage, right? Very so much. I get, I've been at the office all day. Well, I'm tired mm-hmm. and I need some rest. Mm-hmm. And so I then get the rest of the day 
to go do my hobbies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go hunting or I'm going to, you know, play my video games or I'm going to read. I like to read. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what I go do. Or uh, I've got chores mm-hmm. I need to do, you know, something else right. or whatever. Um, and that always causes conflict because the, the, the wife, the wife is, is going like, I've been working I've all been- day. <laughs> I need you to take these kids. Yeah. Because uh, I need a break. Yeah. Uh, and so she, what does she want to break? She wants some me time, right? Yeah. I want to relax. I want to go take a long bath yeah. and put bubbles in it. Go. That's what women do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to go out with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but the truth is you're both just supposed to constantly be working. So uh, husbands, you need to lead out on this. I think, uh, husbands need to lead in setting the example of, of hard work. And that mm-hmm. means you don't get to come home and. And then say, "Put your feet up." For I'm gonna put my feet up. Yeah, and so, and then make my dinner. <laughs> like you both, you both work. Yeah, uh, and and that. And I feel like that we, you know, you have to. We got to this point, but it has caused a lot of harmony. Oh we yeah, both. Yeah, it, it does. It is very difficult, and it's it's difficult to work out of because you've both been sort of taught this mm-hmm. worldview of how life works. Yeah. That, that it is this eight to five thing and then you're off and then mm-hmm. there's this me time and then all yes. of this. So that- I, re- I mean, I remember looking out the window for when you would be pulling up into mm-hmm. the driveway so I could just get like a mm-hmm. break mm-hmm. and, and you would be tired too. We were yeah. both tired. And during that time I was looking for rest mm-hmm. that I wasn't taking advantage of Sunday. Mm-hmm. But when we really, when we switched our week around mm-hmm. to where when we, we do, we rest on Sunday, I don't need those breaks yeah. like I used to. Um, and, and again, we're not, we're not saying like you never sit down and have a cup of coffee. Yes. We're not saying that you that, can't go out with your friends. Yes. But it's the expectation and the demanding of these things. When you things. think about it, the expectation is I'm going to have four hours of rest a day. Yes. That I'm going to get home at six. I'm going to go to bed at 10. <laughs> right. And that four hours, that's a long time that people expect rest. And yeah. I'm saying, if you're lucky, work the three hours. Maybe you get nine to 10. <laughs> I mean, if you get nine to ten, that's really a blessing, right? Because for the history of humanity, people didn't have hours of mm-hmm. playtime, mm-hmm. right? They, in the history of humanity, they would get up when the sun came up, mm-hmm. they would labor to make sure they were fed, mm-hmm. and then when the sun went down and they couldn't work anymore, they'd go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, this this modern blessing that we have is so much uh, so much leisure time is actually a lot of time that can be a blessing to your family where the husband can be actively involved mm-hmm. in the and teaching of classes. When you have, when and so if you think about it, if the wife just moved it from, we're going to start homeschool at maybe two mm-hmm. and go from two to two to seven mm-hmm. uh, and maybe have a dinner in the middle of that and some more school after that. And then maybe a break time. Yeah. Uh, you can there, definitely you can do, play around You can with do that. it however you want to, mm-hmm. but men, you need to be involved in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. It would be best if you were involved in the actual teaching. Mm-hmm. That way they have a, a male leader in these areas because this is, again, a doctrinal issue. These are doctrinal things, mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. math, talking about you know God's ordered world, talking about, I mean, 
being led by the father in mm-hmm. these things, rather than seeing the father as aloof and distinct from their education, seeing him as actively involved and educating them mm-hmm. is a great thing. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you don't want it just to be where the, the wife is the sole educator. Now, you read the book of Proverbs, you see that both father and mother were instructing the children in, in wisdom. Yeah. And that needs to be happening. And yes. it can't just be that dad does a 15-minute Bible study uh, around the dinner table and then never sees the kids uh, uh, again, never talks, never educates them or mm-hmm. has any part of the education. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be great to do that, to do a Bible study and, and that'd be wonderful, but mm-hmm. that's not, they're then got another six hours of being educated mm-hmm. by someone other than their father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't, you don't just want to be the background guy. Mm-hmm. You want to be very active in their education, just like you wouldn't want to be the background guy in their life at church, you know, mm-hmm. sort of, I'll just hand them off to the youth minister, hand them off to a pastor or Sunday school teacher. Or just, again, hand them off to mom. Or to hand them off to mom. She's yeah. in charge yeah. of, if the baby cries, it's yeah. all on her. Yeah. 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 It's Now, if the baby does cry for us, it's all on you because I'm preaching. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I'm not coming down and taking care of the baby. Sunday, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the other Bible times, uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, and it just takes so much of, like, the temptation to anger. When you're working side-by-side side in something, mm-hmm. it just makes your Oh, your yeah. Home, it's, a, it's a help meeting it's thing. It's way it's more a, It's harmonious. a two have become one, mm-hmm. and the two should be one in every aspect of their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this two become... I tell you, it, it, you, husbands, let me tell you, as someone who would love, love... To just be at the office reading books, <laughs> studying scripture, right? Because uh, again, that's what I know that that's what it was, and you and, could still be and doing I could that. still be doing that, yeah. and and then just coming home and being like, woo, you know, <laughs> and be wore out mentally, right? Because I I did put it. I mean, that was work, but it's work I loved, right? Right? right. Just devouring. Just come look at my office. Devours books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't read a book in a long time now mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't directly related with having to get work done uh, because uh, you know helping helping with homeschool. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm-hmm. The being that involved in my kids' education uh, and seeing their and getting to talk to them, like for example, we're doing botany this semester. And talking to them about the wonder of how their God made these plants mm-hmm. and getting oh, to see yeah. that mm-hmm. on their face. I wouldn't give that just to you for mm-hmm. a, a million dollars. Yeah, I believe you. I wouldn't hand that off to you. One, because I don't think you understand anything about botany. <laughs> these are plants. <laughs> these are plants. <laughs> these are the green ones. Uh, and these are trees. Um, uh, but... Uh, men, I know, and I would say this because concrete is always hard to break. Don't either one of you get frustrated in trying to figure this out. Yeah. Because undoing what the world has laid on, I talk about this in marriage counseling, uh, undoing the expectations that have even unwittingly been mm-hmm. laid upon you and that mm-hmm. you've formed and that the world has just sort of whispered in your ear and you've gradually uh, uh, adapted to without even mm-hmm. realizing it. Mm-hmm. Undoing some of that can be a tough, mm-hmm. a tough process. And it's going to be tough for you to, guys to figure out. You might have heard us say, start at two and end at whatever. And you go, okay, that's what we'll do. And then you try to do it and it doesn't work out. Right, right. Uh, and it might be that you do a morning school like you start at eight and you go from eight to noon and then you've got a long break in there where yeah. you're just doing housework stuff or whatever, reading, like reading time, quiet yeah, reading. Yeah. And then when uh, dad gets home at six or seven, uh, you guys eat and then you've got 
two hours of do, fun classes yeah, that you do. Do a history class or yeah. watch watch a history course together. Yes, yes, you know? any it could be it could be anything. Or just say, hey guys, uh, right before bed, let's do. You guys need to do your math. You need to do mm-hmm. some grammar. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And maybe Dad's just involved in sort of helping overseeing. It. Maybe he's not actively teaching. Maybe that's right. not what he's good at. Right. But he can be there and help him with this and help him with that. Yeah. And he, but he's a part of just it. Just all hands on deck. All hands on deck. And that's the thing. You don't want to see. You don't want to see the other person as the one who just has to rescue the ship. Yeah. So in this, I don't want wives to think, well, if my husband would just do what Mister Gore does, right. Uh, uh, then why can't my husband be like him? Right, and I and I don't want husbands to to be thinking, oh well, this is just what she's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, I'm my job is just to make the money uh, that allows her to do mm-hmm. it. That's that's really mm-hmm. not because. You, or they might be listening and thinking like my my wife doesn't want me. Yes, oh, like yeah. there's yeah. so many yeah. so many things we don't know what your life is. Yeah. Um, Talk to so, your pastors. Yeah, and just uh, <laughs> and it's taken us years to get to where yes. we are. Yeah, like yeah. when when we started because out, it is your your this uh, every family is different. Yeah, where your kids the ages of your kids is important in this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The type of schooling that you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, your own abilities uh, yes, can definitely. influence this. And that's kind of what what initially brought you back home in the in the capacity that you. Only continue to to operate out of. Was that a sentence? Um, there's a lot. There's a <laughs> lot. There was a lot of prepositions in that. <laughs> but there came a point. I think I was pregnant with Jack. That yeah, that was, was a point. I it was that. clear. It was clear that I I could not do it. I could not perpetuate what I was doing. As far as like with the older kids and the. And then I had the younger kids to teach reading to, and I was yeah. We're sick. constant. We're constantly shifting, oh, and man. we'll probably shift again. Yes. Uh, and so, like right now, I just take the older kids, mm-hmm. and I do their stuff, mm-hmm. and she focuses on the younger ones. Yeah. Uh, and then she comes in and sits on my classes. Yeah, and, I go uh, to his classes with the big kids because yeah. they're so good. Uh, but and it'll probably shift again. Yeah. And there will probably be times where the bigger kids are actively taking a involvement in. Helping the younger kids. Yeah. In fact, some of them yeah, do they right do. now. Uh, because why? We're teaching our kids, you work all day. <laughs> right. right? And the house is a house of work. It's a house of production. It's mm-hmm. not a house of leisure. Mm-hmm. You don't come to the house to liaise. Mm-hmm. You're at the house and you're Which working. Which is so different than what we have you're produ- and, and, and when I say working, I mean producing maybe i mean maybe it's maybe it's whittling uh-huh. maybe it's practicing the guitar mm-hmm. but it's it's not just Cooking, vegging out baking yes like. yeah yeah it's not just okay i'm done i can mm-hmm. uh, my day is over mm-hmm. when your day is over your head hits the pillow mm-hmm. uh and then you wake up and, and that's a commitment cuz yeah. it's really nice to put a screen on for yeah. kids, and yeah. and we do like we're and, yeah, not saying we we're don't not saying we don't do any do screen. Movies. They're they're literally watching <laughs> screens right now. They're building Minecraft. I think it was called Nerd Castle. And I wondered why it was called. Ner- Did you hear why it was called Nerd Castle? She said, we're, "Let's go make Nerd Castle." And I was like, "What is that? Is this like a D and D thing?" Uh, and they're making a castle out of nerds in candy yeah, in, in Minecraft, little candy. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, but so yeah, those things are uh, still taking place, but it's not okay. Whew, let's, 
let's be done. Yeah, with but the to, day. To, when you decide you want to have a productive home, mm-hmm. it's 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 a lot more grueling than. I just yeah. think a lot of times we're trying to live our same college life that we yeah. we went to school and then we got to do what we, we to wanted do all day. We went day. to school for a little bit and got to do what we wanted and studied right before the test. Yeah, and it was fun and yeah. it's like, this is hard work. But don't get me started on why that's part of the problem with the modern college experience. <laughs> right. Don't get me started on what I think about college, guys. Uh, you're gonna be, you're really going to have your mind blown. We've, we've uh, done a little bit. Oh, have we really? Oh, that's right. We did. We did. You're like, we, you've already blown our mind. Yeah, we already know. Yeah. You guys are weirdos. Uh, but anyway, so, so then... I think in terms of uh, what we use, um, use whatever you want. Yeah, there's so much good so stuff So much out there. there. In fact, it, we talked about, uh, and we said before, we can't, we can't even recommend resources right now. Because by the time you listen to this, there are, <laughs> the resources we've picked from are resources we became familiar with three years ago mm-hmm. or however long. And there are probably an infinite number more resources now because God yeah. is really blessing. And we don't the, buy new ones because we already have these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like. We got these. And we no love, to, yeah, we love what we've used. But, and we've talked before, like we have an Instagram video somewhere that. Really? We show books that we. Oh, yeah. that sounds like fun. So I love books. There are, if you if you yeah. have questions about what we use, you can stalk us and find them. Yeah, apparently well, it's on an Instagram somewhere. Message the. Oh yeah, send a message to ask the podcast yeah. at gmail.com. But we didn't want to spend too much time on our particulars because what I found is homeschooling is like the same as like housekeeping or like fashion. Well, when you go to like a housekeeping blog and you try oh, to print yeah. off some woman's cleaning schedule, it never works mm. because it's just you've got to do it. You've got to do it yourself and and make it fit your life. Yeah, because it will be. It's uh, I've noticed this about homeschool material. It's very much about personality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Your personality will determine what type of material and works for you and what doesn't. Schedule will be mm-hmm. and yeah. What will work for your husband? And, yep. Yeah, yeah. So if you, so I would say, come into it. So these are the the main things. One, do it. Yes. Right. Just do, it. do it. Just do it. Don't think that you can't. You can. Mm-hmm. You a hundred percent can. And you say, what about me? You don't know me. Yes, I do know you. It doesn't matter who you are. You can teach your student one on one better than any teacher anywhere can teach one on twenty mm-hmm. or twenty five. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it. From a godly perspective rather than a godless perspective. And from an authority. The authority, a God-given authority. A God-given authority to the parents to educate their children. Yeah. That's your purpose. That's mm-hmm. what you're here for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to teach them about other things, to talk about these things. That's gonna, you're blessed by God mm-hmm. with the ability to, to do that. Uh, so I would say, one, do it. Do not second-guess yourself. The only reason you're second-guessing yourself are either because of Satan uh, or the state. Uh, those are the two things that make you want to second guess yourself. Satan to keep you from bringing your kids home and you protecting them. And the state, which tries to keep your kids so it can keep your tax dollars. And they're trying to uh, be the authority. And they want to be the authority. And they don't want your kid to be like you. Mm-hmm. They want your kid to be like the society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you don't want that. Because it it, it, look, it is a whole lot easier to get your kid out of Egypt then it's going to be to get the Egypt out of your kid. Mm-hmm. And there are there are parent upon parent upon parent realizing that right now. Yeah. 
and it's too late. It's tragic. It's it's tragic, and their kids are they're great kids that they thought they're gonna man they got this kid to come to Bible study one Wednesday night at church, and you know, and then five years on the road, yeah, they're living with their boyfriend. Uh, that they met at school mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like, what happened? Mm-hmm. There are far more of those stories mm-hmm. uh, because the Bible warns about this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, one, get them out. Get them in your homes because you're equipped to do it. You're blessed to do it. God will. God has blessed you more than he's blessed some random person. And the situations that they're in uh, at school and the, the children that they're around, the, the, the godless children that they're around, the bad influences... You need to do this Mm -hmm. and you need to make whatever sacrifices you have to make financially or otherwise to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can, you can, and you'll be blessed for it. You won't look back at it and say, well, I wish I hadn't done that because our vacation isn't nice, uh, isn't as nice. Our home isn't as big, whatever. That's not going to matter. Your arrows will be sharper. Mm. And that's what, that's what they're there for. And that's what you're there for is to sharpen those arrows, uh, before you launch them out into the, into the the world for God's kingdom. So one, do it. Two, do it together. Mm -hmm. Uh, both of you have roles and three, do it all day. Mm -hmm. Like you work all day, figure it out. Uh, and, and you'll, you'll be doing just fine. And on that point, but that's one thing we tell our kids that we're, we're trying to get out of the habit of saying, do we have school today? Like they'll yeah. say, do we have school today? Or, uh, sometimes even Chris and I will, will, will do like a long, our family devotional that morning will go really long. We'll be like, ah, oh, uh, we got to start it's school. 11 yeah. and we haven't started school yet. Yeah. And then we're like, no, it's just that habit of we saying are, we haven't started. No, this, this is school. This is school. School all day. Yeah. Because learning, learning about God yeah. and his word, mm-hmm. that's. That's the chief education. If the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever, mm-hmm. then the then you are achieving the the chief end of education has to be mm-hmm. learning this God that you are to glorify. Educating kids into that mm-hmm. into that job. Mm-hmm. Uh so Bible study, um family worship, that mm-hmm. is that is education. That is school. Yeah, that's and doing school. When you're in the kitchen together, that's mm-hmm. school. When yeah. you're Whatever. Yeah, and, and, and the education that happens in the schoolroom is not different from the education that happens in the Bible study. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one is a derivative of the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so what you're learning in the classroom is, is being pulled through the lens and the filter of what you've read in God's, in God's Word. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so good. They all go together. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that'll help you guys figure out on your homeschool uh, journeys or your schooling journeys how to do it, how we break up things. If you have questions, specific questions, of course, feel free to ask. We can, we'd love to answer those mm-hmm. uh, because everyone's situation is different. Maybe we can give you some wisdom mm-hmm. uh, in, in some of the mistakes we've made and some of the yeah. good things that we've done because we certainly haven't been perfect in this, but we have learned mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we've trusted the Spirit uh, mm-hmm. and just tried to, be, tried to be faithful. Yeah. And the reason back when we segued into homeschool and I said, this is, this will go well with what we've been talking about with the election let 2020 be the year that you you make this change. I mean, God Whether... is obviously making it <laughs> obvious that if you want a reason to start homeschooling, like this is a year that that just fits perfectly mm-hmm. with, it does. with let's just yeah. let's just do it. Um and don't again, don't listen to Satan, don't listen to the state. Mm-hmm. Like 
this, these are your kids. They're your kids. You realize that, right? They're your kids. The state doesn't own them. The opinions of other parents, that doesn't matter. The opinions of even your family members, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. They're yours. And, and God knows that. Mm-hmm. And he's given them to you with this with this job. Yeah, pretty uh, sure so he put them in your body. Yep, yep. If you uh, if you want to know if this is what you're <laughs> supposed to do, ask, are these my children? If they are, then yes. Uh, so... Anyway, I hope that I hope that's helpful yeah. um, to folks. It's you've well, convinced me. I'm going to homeschool. Well, I, I mean, and I, and I hope those who are who are homeschooling are going to figure out ways to yeah. even get outside the vision of the eight to three or eight to mm-hmm. two or or whatever, and and just make it something that they that they do. It mm-hmm. it fits them. Mm-hmm. They don't fit it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, figure out what works for you, and and that will that will be the best thing mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. Surprise well, surprise Jello salad. Surprise Jello salad, and we'll we'll be done for the day. Um, it's your turn to do the surprise uh, Jello salad. I don't think so. Is it really? I think it's your turn. No, I have no, no I idea. I did the candy one. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I did that one. Really? No. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, okay, surprise jello salad. What's your favorite animal? Oh, that's easy. All right, mine <laughs> is... What is it? A chimp. A oh, baby golly, chimp. I, I knew that. A baby chimp. Yeah. Because when they get older, they start eating their poop. That's yeah. less cute. No, they're the cutest animals in the world. It is. Okay, so we have a problem at our zoo. <laughs> the chimpanzee exhibit is literally the first thing at the zoo. <laughs> and I can't get her out of it. It is like we walk into the zoo and we hit a one hour speed bump. Okay, so I'm a guy. What, what am I doing? I'm looking at the zoo. I'm breaking it down into our trekking paths. We're going to be out. We need to be out at this time. So we need to walk at this pace. We can stop here, here, here. No backtracking, right? No circling back. This is our route, and we're sticking to it. We get to the Tulsa Zoo. You walk through the gate. Chimp exhibit. And it stops. I mean, all activity stops. The only thing that happens is this laugh that you're hearing right now. The kids aren't laughing. I'm not laughing. We're looking at the chimps. And it is like people think that that I've got some sort of special needs wife. It is. Because she is like, <laughs> like clapping and giggling. And it doesn't matter if there are other people in the exhibit. She is just so happy. When she sees the chips. I never ever. It is like little girl. I've never thought of it. Like, I didn't yeah. know I was messing with your strategy. Oh, man, totally. Like, I'm like, here we go, five minutes in. Just tear it up. We're done. It is the very we're not gonna, first We're not going to be do- And I don't have a plan. I'm like, I'm going to sit here till I just- And then, and then once we leave it, all she talks about is wanting to go back to it. End on it. Yeah, okay. she wants to end on it. So we're all wore out. Uh, you know, and, and ready to get, we've seen the zoo and she's like, well, you know, what's right there at the exit. 
And then that's what she, that laugh right there. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It is. I just, if you wait long enough, they'll do something really funny. So I'm always like, I don't want to leave because they might, you know. Yeah, they are. They fine. might swing, or they might eat their poop, and because they're they're little versions of us. Yes. That's who we used to be, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. But they mm-hmm. do remind you so much of like they remind me of a baby. They they have they look at you like they know things, mm-hmm. and you just want to hold and them. And then they eat. Their they poop. rip your face off. <laughs> they apparently, do. so or they come up and they remember that one that slammed against the. Was glass? that a gorilla? Oh, that was, that a, was gorilla. a gorilla. It scared one of our kids to death. To death. Because you're just standing there looking at it, and then he just boom beat on them, shook it. Oh uh, my goodness! That whole room, like everyone yeah, screamed. Everyone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then the you one... went. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one that like threw up in his hand. Oh yeah. And then he ate, and then it. He ate it. And then he threw it up, <laughs> threw again. It up again. And then like halfway through his second consumption of the goo, yeah. we were like, "Okay, all right, all right, you've had your moment. This is this is cute. <laughs> we're out. Yeah." <laughs> That's funny. You remember the last time the little baby chimp had like a little baby blanket? Blanket, and he yes. Was just carrying yeah, he was it carrying a blanket and he'd climb up on the uh, little rope and he had his little blanket uh, and he'd do flips. Yes, and, and then, then he, lo- he, lo- he lost dropped his it blanket. And he was looking for it. It was really cute. I think I cry every time we yeah. see the chimps. I cry. I think we for should. For a different reason. <laughs> oh my God. We need to get us to the zoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my my favorite animal. Uh-huh. See, I wasn't thinking just at the zoo, mm-hmm. just in general. Well, mine is general. That is you my just favorite like animal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite animal is the is the lion. Mm. Used to be the cheetah. It's not a lion. No, you were. I mean, and that's basically who I was. You were. Yeah. You should tell that story. No. Yes, you must. Okay. I already brought it up. But my favorite's the lion, so I don't know why we're bringing it back. <laughs> you said cheetah, and then... I said it used to be the cheetah. <laughs> I know, because you identified with the okay. cheetah. Okay, so what happened was... <laughs> now, this is, you can't tell anybody this. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. It's stupid. All my friends know it. So all of you probably know it, because that's the only people that listen yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, great. This uh, dragon. Is when I was 10, mm-hmm. we moved. And I played soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and back then this was before everybody hit puberty. So I was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I'd been asked to be on this, this team. Uh, and first day of practice, we get together and they've all, you know, they're all familiar with one another cause they'd been asked to be on this team before. It's not just random, right. you know, 10 year olds. Yeah. I'm the new one. Uh, been added to the team. Uh, cause they're, I think something had happened to their goalie. I don't know. Uh, but I was there. They're all. They all start going around in circle, and they and the coaches talking. They've all got nicknames. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Yeah. Has it a game? I do not have a nickname. Yeah. I didn't have a nickname. I and so I'm freaking out. Like, yeah. what am I? I gotta come up. With I gotta. I, I was like, uh. So she comes around and she gets to me. Uh huh. And I say, my name's Chris. My friends call me Cheetah. <laughs> We say did not. I don't know why I said it. And as soon as I said it, I saw the look on her face. Oh, and she, she knew. knew. She knew. She knew. No one calls you <laughs> cheetah. 
<laughs> Who's going to give you the... It was a total kid nickname, you know? Not like, you know, yeah. Sleazy Pete or something like that. It was like, my friends call me Cheetah. Like, uh, she was just like, okay. And I was like, stupid. So... Did it stick? Did no, it... it didn't stick. No one called me Cheetah. Cause I don't even know why I said it because it would have made sense if I was like a forward or a striker. Right. But I was the goalie. Right. That's I need to be so, a Cheetah. So... Is that like one of your oh, most embarrassing it? moments? I remember. I remember sitting in the grass. Mm-hmm. I remember going like vividly. Mm-hmm. This is like the the dreams where you're in your underwear. Yeah. But it was real life. Yeah. And I man I. But they ended up, I don't think any of them remembered. Yeah, probably. You know, no, not. no one went. I mean, the worst thing that would have happened would be for them to call me Cheetah. Right. Because that would have been like, hey, Cheetah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They so, probably didn't even know. What a dummy. I but can't the coach. The, the coach, coach knew. that look that she yeah, gave me. And you knew she of knew. Abject Patroni- sadness. Probably patronizing. No, 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 no. Oh. No, she wasn't like, oh, Cheetah. She just was like, oh, honey. <laughs> Like, I could see that on her face. I knew instantly it was never going to be brought up again. She, yeah, she was like, I think we picked the wrong guy to join our team. My friends call me Cheetah. My friends call me Cheetah. <laughs> you got to remember, this is back, I had big red hair. Bushy, like, Jufro hair. I mean, I couldn't get it down. There was no hair gel. You know, so it's just this big, like, red Q-tip sitting on top of my head. And I mean, there was no, nothing, and red. I was, I was very red and I was pale, <laughs> freckled, right? There was nothing cheetah about this kid, right? They, yeah. they might've called me, you know, raggedy Andy <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, what was the name of the of the the doll from like the nineteen fifties, the cartoon cowboy like type doll? Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Maybe that. I don't know, but Cabbage Patch Kid. Not no. I had a red headed Cabbage Patch doll. Well, that's just weird. No, no one was gonna call me Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> hey, you know that Cabbage Patch Kid's got the red hair? We're gonna call you Cabbage Patch. No one says, what's your nickname? Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> well, you said Cheetah, you're dumber. <laughs> cheetah is obviously dumb. But you could give a kid the like name carrot, Cheetah. Carrot Top. Yes. Carrot yeah, top. but Cabbage Patch Kid is just so generic. <laughs> hey, baby in a box. <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah, yeah. So, totally. I mean, that was... That was almost 30 years ago, and, and still... I still remember it <laughs> vividly. Oh, the worst. We got him a shirt that is a button-up shirt that has little cheetahs all over it. The kids absolutely love it. I love story. that I wore it all over Branson. Remember, yeah, I got yeah. it at the H&M. I got it. Yeah, that's true. I you picked it out. It. I picked it you're out. Because oh, yeah, I'm know. owning it, We man. know. you're. I'm the cheetah. <laughs> I wore it around. I just laughed every time people would look at me like, why is that guy wearing a cheetah shirt? <laughs> like, oh. Because it was like, you don't it's like a know. blue button-up, yeah. like dark blue. But short sleeve. Short sleeve button-up. Which is super cool. <laughs> With cheetahs all <laughs> over it. And I was just walking through Branson. <laughs> Everyone, I would catch the side eye every now and again. 
Because I'm a dad. And it like, didn't quite match you. No, yeah. no, yeah. yeah. I'm a dad with like five kids. Yeah. Wearing, and I'm wearing a cheetah button up short sleeve <laughs> shirt. And I buttoned the top collar. Remember? And the kids uh, were delighted. They were loving it. Yeah. And I was loving it. Because what else are you going to do in Branson? Right, I mean. By the way. And that, I did. I would tell people, they'd be like, hey, nice to meet you. My name's Chris. People mm-hmm. call me Cheetah. Mm-hmm. They'd be right. like, I see why. You got a yeah. Cheetah shirt on. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. So, what? All that to the say. The lion. The lion. Is your And partially, animal. probably because every time I saw a cheetah, I yeah. think. Yeah, it or, ruined it. Yeah, it just can be your favorite. Bad anyway. taste in my mouth. <laughs> uh, no, it was lion because uh, oh, I saw lions and then saw them in real life and they are very in scary tanzania oh man they are legit it's a different ball game when there's not glass between you yeah yeah especially for brian <laughs> who i'm standing next to and i'm looking at the cheetah or yeah. i'm looking at the the lions and i like i started making like animals in distress noises right like, which is <laughs> real brilliant <laughs> I was glad I didn't hear that story until Brian, we got home. Brian was like, stop it, man. <laughs> well, He's like, Brian's not a real big animal. No, he doesn't right? like animals <laughs> to begin with, but he loves me. Uh, and so we're standing by each other, and he is just like, Chris. <laughs> it's not funny. Like, his, they could jump in here. And I made the noise one time, mm-hmm. and they turned and they looked. Mm-hmm. And when they looked... Mm-hmm. It was like, gold. yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I am a man of unclean lips. <laughs> no, it was one of those moments. Like yeah. I made, I, and it was like, all right, I shouldn't have been playing. Yes. you like, you bowed to I, the lion. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, no, I was like, I have dominion over you. Mm-hmm. So recognize that. Right. But. But. I shouldn't play with you. Yes. Right? Because the fall is real. Yeah. One day, new heavens and earth, this will don't be fine. Don't provoke your yeah. children to wrath. Don't yeah. provoke lions yeah, to. Yeah, don't, don't provoke don't your entice. non-help meats. Uh, but, yeah. So. <laughs> well, they are. That's a great animal. Yeah. And Aslan. Aslan. All sorts of reasons to love lions. Very powerful. Powerful mm-hmm. animals. And, of course, Jesus described as one. So. Mm-hmm. Of course, so is the devil, but we won't talk about that. And in the new heavens and new earth, you maybe you'll get to ride one. And talk to one. And I will carry around a baby chimp for all eternity. And with its mouths open. And it will not tear my face off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That used to be in that Isaiah passage. Oh, it did? Yeah. The child will lay down with an adder's den. The chimp will no longer rip the face off. Mm-hmm. It's all of yeah. the maiden. Yes, of so, the maiden. Mm-hmm. So... It's going to be great. Or the matron. You know, <laughs> yes. the old matron. The old matron. <laughs> uh, oh, all right, guys. Well, that's, I think, man, we've gone a little bit over, but I hope that was helpful. Uh, answered a couple questions from uh, listeners. So, again, always, if anyone else has any questions, uh, send them to us at askthepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, of course, share the podcast with anybody. Uh like it do whatever because we always want to get as much good godly content out on the airwaves as we can uh and so help us be a part of doing that uh, because even the airwaves uh, belong to him Mm -hmm. all right guys we'll see you next time good Good night. night